Welcome to Self-Care Hacks, the short podcast for overwhelmed and stressed out women who want to learn how to take better care of themselves. I'm your host, Anita Ojeda. I used to suffer from overwhelm and stress too, but I've learned how to take care of myself and take care of others. You can too. For the past month or so, we've been talking about self-care checklists, and I've given you helpful acronyms to help you remember the steps you can take to improve your self-care habits. Because, hey, we all need to take care of ourselves. I don't know if any of you have ever had to teach a teenager how to drive, but let me tell you, I had an exciting experience with both of my girls when they learned how to drive. I clearly remember hanging onto the handle above the passenger door in our forerunner and trying not to let my white-knuckle reaction translate into frustrated words to my daughter. Maybe allowing Sarah to get her driver's license at 15 and a half wasn't such a good idea. I flipped the radio on to calm myself. Uh, Mom, Sarah said as she slowed down for the next corner. Can you turn the radio off? I can't drive and listen to the radio at the same time. Oddly enough, I remembered having almost the same conversation with our oldest daughter and about the same stage of her driving career. They've both possessed their driver's licenses for well over a decade now, but their similar responses to having the radio on while learning to drive illustrates a point about human behavior. Until we learn a new skill, we don't have the brain space to do two things at once. Let me say that again. Until we learn a new skill, we don't have the brain space to do two things at once, much less three or four. But once the new skill, like driving, becomes a habit, we can easily listen to the radio and drive. As you form habits, you actually free up brain space to concentrate on other things. That's why habits are so incredibly powerful. Self-care, the focus of this month's series, involves forming positive habits that nurture our well-being. As we form each positive self-care habit, we free up our brain space to form more positive habits. Good habits can have a snowball effect. If you've listened to the financial guru Dave Ramsey, he always says, start with baby steps. Don't try to incorporate 20 good habits at once, or you'll set yourself up to fail. Start with one good habit. When you do it automatically without thinking about it, and that could take anywhere from 21 to 70 to 100 days, add another habit. In order to affect lasting change, we have to allow ourselves time to retrain or train our brains. It also helps to have a trigger and to stack the new habits. So for example, if I want to remember to floss my teeth, then I need to set my floss right next to my toothbrush. That way I will floss my teeth before I brush my teeth. And I've been brushing my teeth for decades now. When we form a good habit, the glow of success makes it easier to tackle the next habit. The snowball starts to build with each new habit and it becomes easier and easier to build on our successes. Just think back to when you first started driving and think about how you drive now. When you drive your usual route, you may find it easy to talk on the phone, talk to your passenger, or sing along on the radio. But if you start driving in an unfamiliar place, perhaps talking, noise, or radios distract you and make you frustrated, especially in the midst of heavy traffic. There's many a time that I've switched off the radio when I entered traffic in the city because most of the time I'm driving around out in the middle of nowhere. 
So when is the best time to start a new habit? If you prioritize the habits you want to form, you can identify which ones to start with. And that should be the easy ones. As you experience success, you'll free up brain space and mental energy to form habits that seemed impossible at the start. For example, I started by keeping the kitchen counter clean. Now I find it easy to automatically empty the dishwasher when I steam the milk for my morning latte. With a clean counter and an empty sink, I find it easier to enter that space and not feel stressed. I've eradicated the litany of negative thoughts that used to march through my head each morning as I entered the kitchen. And once I formed the habit of keeping the kitchen counter clean, it made it easier to start keeping the bathroom counter clean. If you have an especially difficult habit you'd like to break, or one you think will prove difficult to establish, try starting the new habit on a vacation. According to Charles Duhigg in his book, The Power of Habit, vacations provide a break in our routines, which makes it easier to install new routines. So hey, it's almost Christmas time and you'll have a little break. What a great time to start a new habit. Just remember to pick an easy habit to form so that you can quickly experience success and then create a snowball of new habits. I've put together a habit forming system that will help you automate your self-care routine by starting with baby steps and allowing the snowball effect of good habit formation to carry you along. The self-care checklist allows you to define what nurtures you. Every person feels nurtured and cared for in different ways. You'll find out about the four primary areas of self-care, mental, academic and artistic, physical and spiritual, or MAPS, and start your journey to better health and happiness. Don't suffer from lack of self-care any longer. You do have time to form good self-care habits. Ignoring healthy self-care can cost you an increased stress, lack of motivation, burnout, weight gain, and a host of other negative things. I know from experience, all of these things happened to me when I neglected to take care of myself during my husband's cancer crisis. When you nurture yourself in a balanced way, you'll find that you get more done, have more energy, and feel more positive about life. In the show notes, I'll leave a link where you can sign up for the ultimate self-care checklist and start forming new habits today before the New Year's. Don't forget the principles of the snowball habit effect. First of all, you have to form habits in order to free up brain space for other things. Second, when you find success in forming one new habit, it makes it easier to form a second new habit. Third, don't forget to use triggers to help you form habits. I'll leave a link in the show notes to an episode on using triggers. It makes sense to take time to prioritize your habits, the kinds of habits you want to form, the ways you want to take care of yourself, and what nurtures you, because each one of us is unique, and so what nurtures me might not nurture you. So take time to fill out the ultimate self-care checklist for forming habits. You can find a copy for free on my website. Come back next week when I share tips with you for how to fight the holiday blues. Take care of yourselves, my friends. You are worth it. You can find me at selfcarehacks.net or check out the show notes for links to my social media accounts. If you enjoyed this podcast, take the time to tell a friend. Together we can build each other up and teach each other how to take better care of ourselves. I'll see you here next Tuesday with more self-care hacks to help you overcome the overwhelm.